Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. It's uh, lovely to have you back. And James or Jim is here. Hello. Luke's here. All right, how you doing? And I'm Marcus. And Pete's not here. No, it's a shame. Isn't it? Well. Yeah, he's, um, he's gone on holiday. Damn him. To San Francisco. Fancy. Yeah, not too bad. Isn't it just? Uh, right, let's uh, crack on with proceedings. Without him. Well, we're going to have to. We mm. haven't. We haven't told him. We're going to have to be. We're going to have to be brave. <laughs> we're in his house. As well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to be brave. Um, right then, uh, on the weekend, uh, Ryan Giggs uh, popped up at left back for Manchester United in the second mm. half against West Ham. Lovely to see. I think it was a decision Alex Ferguson made. I don't think he just sort of <laughs> popped up there of his own accord. Ah, suggesting it's tactical, eh? Um, right. Well, name. Uh, give another example of when a player. Played out of position. Um, you're looking at me, so I'm going to go first. Um, Matteo Flamini, when he when he was at Arsenal uh, during the Champions League run oh, to the final yeah, in 2006, for the for a, a big chunk of the actual run, because actually Cole was injured a lot that season. Flamini played at left back. You know, I think he's naturally right footed, and uh, he was just brilliant there. It's absolutely just just rock solid. He, he, he was a like a revela- it was a revelation. I, I can remember him not. Wasn't he sort of not the rider, but he wasn't particularly highly rated. Up as no, he wasn't. He was. Um, he was very much as just a bit part player. And it was only the season before he left Arsenal that he really came on leaps and mm, bounds. Wasn't it? It, before that season, there was talk he was going to be sold to Birmingham, and that Abu Dhabi would be taking that sort of spot in the midfield but he got an injury and he would never have um, been able to go on and play for Milan and Merck uh, Spurs players indeed yeah no but um, I mean also uh, Abue um, came through that season and um, Philippe Senderos as well looked really really good in, in, in the Champions <laughs> League run it's just bizarre how these things pan out isn't it <laughs> yeah Flipping Nora uh, Vladimir Smich has scored in the Champions League Indeed. final as well <laughs> Jimmy Traore's got a winner's medal <laughs> if you look at the squad that Liverpool have when they won it it, there's no reason to suggest that Spurs can't win this season. If you look yeah. at that Liverpool team compared to that Milan team in the final, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Well, um, so going back to Flamini, it reminds me of the Owen Hargreaves syndrome. Mm. When Owen Hargreaves used to play full-back for England sometimes. Yeah. And he used to get criticised. I should say, by the way, listeners, I'm a bit bunged up. I am as well. Because it's hay fever season for me. Mm, I'm, I'm just ill. Um, <laughs> don't mean to be dramatic, as men often are, but I'm pretty sure it's influenza. So... Uh, yeah, I'll be dead by morning. I would think. Hay fever season very early, but I mean, I get a bit of the old hay fever. Well, I'll get it out of the way. Yeah, yeah so I can your face summer. is covered in hay. It's going to be difficult with such that's, a condition. That's my tip for getting over hay fever: get some of the local hay and stick it to your face. There you go, uh, Luke. Your answer to the uh, very I forgot what the question, question was. Now, the player out of position, best player with hay fever or something. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go for a slightly different angle to James. It was very, se- Jim, sorry, very sensible um, answer. I'm going to go for. 
in 2005 yes. I believe it was when Stuart Pearce was managing Manchester City and he stuck Big J Mark uh, front yeah. <laughs> he, had a, he had a shirt made up didn't he as well it was clearly cool. something he was planning so to do it, yeah. I think City needed to win to get into the UEFA <laughs> Cup didn't they and, that's and, right yeah. and Big J Mark was in the mix um, against Middlesbrough it was um, yes. when the free kick came over and I think he'd like to take a bit of credit for Frank Kedrew uh, handballing it for a penalty. But Fowler missed the penalty anyway. Yeah, it was such did. a shit. It was the last minute of the season. Yeah. David James was. Uh, he's not an outfield player, is he? It no. was clear to see. I often wonder sort of how many goalkeepers could make it in another position. Well, we've said David before, Pepe, one of them. Pepe Reina, apparently. But you know that. I'm glad you mentioned David James. We've got an email from local Chris, didn't we, Luke? Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> apparently, I about this. apparently, David James did train uh, as a quarterback for the. American footballers. You don't know <laughs> the American footballers. Where, where are they based? If you don't know, they're in Canada. You don't know what Miami Dolphins. Thank you very much. Better, better. If we can get back to reality for a minute, yeah. apology accepted. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, um, I think looking back on it with hindsight, Manchester City would prefer to have not qualified for the UEFA Cup given that now it means David James is never going to play up front again. <laughs> Imagine if he scored. It could yeah, only be God. bad. It, didn't have John Mackin on the bench or something as well. So yeah. they, they John McEnroe? Yeah, John Mackin. <laughs> they had a strike on the bench at the time as well. Yeah, un- unbelievable. And yet believable. So mine's David what, James. What about... Okay, it's not... I was about to, to, to jump on the bandwagon with that one, but it's hardly the same. But when Robert Hooth was put up front for Chelsea in the semi-final against Liverpool of the Champions League, mm. when Mourinho couldn't get through because Jamie Carragher and his merry men had just formed this yeah. un, unimpenetrable wall. Yeah. And he was just like... Robin can't get round about big man. Yeah. <laughs> Hit the big man. What player in this squad would they probably know nothing about? <laughs> yeah. Who? Surprised he put himself on. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go uh, going on the goalkeeper thing. Vinnie Jones when he played in goal uh, for Wimbledon away at Newcastle. Mm. That was uh, because of a sending off though. Yeah, but he was still played out of position. Indeed, well, Dean Ironic Wingast that Vinnie Jones wasn't being sent off. He made a lovely. He did that one of those saves where only an outfield player really does with his feet, when a mm. goalkeeper would have easily gone with his hands it. and caught yeah. it. Yeah. And he, and it's he, just blind panic, he isn't it? Oh, just throw a bit of me at it. <laughs> yeah. he, he he tipped the ball onto the post with his with his toes. And it, it was glorious uh, mm. to see James or Jimmy. You've got the points. Oh, good, thank you. That's nice. Um, what would Pete? Have it's gone a for? victory for what, sense. That's true. Actually, what would Pete have gone for? Like you know, um, like when Les Ferdinand played centre back for us. I think he would say when Les Ferdinand got me in the missionary position. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he would say. That's Let, not out of position. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, it's familiar. It is for I Pete. Would imagine. Yeah, uh, very much so. Right, well, uh, let's move on to West Ham versus Manchester United. Mm. It was 2 0 at half time to yeah, West Ham. It was. You it? must have been enjoying it then, James. I was enjoying you? it, yeah. It was, uh, so was De Canio. He was, he was there. Mm. Lovely to see him there, getting involved in the chance with yeah, his shades on. I, I still thought United would win. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's saying how rubbish they are, but they have, it's not the first time they've well, turned when, it around from being. Well, West Ham United versus Manchester United, it's a safe bet. Yeah, it's with United winning. Well, yes. <laughs> but West Ham have been in being... decent form, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, no, but it's j- just Man United have done that a couple of times this season. They were 2 0 down against Blackpool at one point, weren't they? I thought they're still going to win this. I'll stick my neck out and say that, that means, this means they're definitely going to win the Premier League. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I think that's been the case for a long time. I think, you know, Arsenal were the nearest contenders at the moment, and they're, they can't win when they're 4 0 up. You know, <laughs> no, no. They're not definitely going to win which at 4 0 up. Which is a six goal difference to United being 2 0 down. Is should, that how it works? <laughs> it is on this show. Uh, should Vidic have been sent off? Yes. Yes. 
Okay. Categorically, <laughs> yes. I mean, but I mean uh, twice, really. Yeah. It was lucky in the second half not to be booked for a second time as well. Well, even Ferguson said that they got a lucky break with the second booking. Now, if Ferguson says yeah. that... Mm. Then my giddy aunt. Yeah, it's staggering. But, um, I but mean, that, that changes everything. Oh, well, obviously it does. But Mark Noble's penalties were both really well taken. Well, the second one was a beauty. Yeah, yeah. An absolute rocket, wasn't it? But, um, in a weird way, I always think, it's, uh, if you know what I mean, when, when you've taken a penalty and you've scored it, and you get another penalty, and you've got to take it yourself again, Yeah. I always think it would be harder because you, there'd be a lot of mind games it's going. A, oh, absolutely, yeah. Because the goalkeeper, the pressure's always on the taker. So th- mm. it would be like, which way am I going to go? Is he going to guess right? Is he going to go the same way? You know, all that sort of stuff. But he absolutely roofed it, didn't he? Yeah, so he there's did. no chance the keeper's going to save it. But with Rooney's penalty, apparently him and Robert Green had been, well, Rooney amongst a few other England players had been practicing them all week for England. And he'd been practicing put it in, putting it in that spot. Yeah. And he said he thought Green would think, oh, he's going to put it in the other corner. Yeah, so it's a double bluff. So it was, yeah, it was yeah. a double bluff. Well, it's, it it's hugely psychological, isn't it? He didn't seem out. that bothered by the whole affair, though, really, when he scored that no. goal. No, no, he was. Uh, he swore at collected. you. He did swear. He at me. swore at me. Swore at all of us. <laughs> did he swear at me as well? <laughs> upsetting. If you were watching, I was did. feeling left out a bit there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one thing about if I scored a hat trick in the Premier League, I'd be bloody pleased. Yeah, you? I don't know why he's so angry. <laughs> he is angry. He's just absolutely furious. This sort of pink, throbbing mess, just <laughs> screaming into There's the talk camera. Anyway, back to Rooney. But you, um, <laughs> <laughs> you wrote your blog on this, didn't you? I did write my blog on it. So um, go over to thefootballramble.com dot com and have the, a look. The blog roundups <laughs> later on. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I don't know why he's thrown <laughs> to it. Done that. You've got the running order because I can. I, I think that, and um, also a big point of the blog as well is that I don't mention that it is actually that you're meant to work that out yeah. from the implication. <laughs> so well done, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> Next, what Double we'll do next rubbish. Week we'll put everything we talk about on the show on the website. So we're at the <laughs> podcast. I was going to say that um, there was, there's talk now that the cameraman may have goaded Rooney. Really? Because because apparently, because, yeah. you, you you heard about this, didn't you? Yeah, yeah Gabriel Clark was saying it. Yeah. yeah. So basically, when Mark Noble scored, he kissed the camera. Yeah. Right. And there's, there's suggestions that the Steadicam guy, who's right by the sidelines, tries to encourage the players into a reaction to make mm. it better for television. And because Mark Noble kissed the camera then there's a, there's a suggestion that the cameraman may have tried to get Rooney to do something and it was a bit of a misunderstanding that's when Rooney went off. I'm not right. excusing Rooney swearing or his reaction or anything, I'm just maybe offering an explanation. The camera mm. itself was against that, though. Yeah. Well, didn't want to be kissed it's, by Rooney. It's, it's not really sentient, mate, so it's not, <laughs> <doesn't matter. laughs> not going to know either way. It's, uh, it's crazy, because Rooney's obviously... I'm pretty sure he, he should have been. He should have really been charged for how he reacted in, in, during the World Cup. So and the news that he's been... Reac- that he's been f- Banned for two games now. Mm. It's just boneheaded on his part, games. isn't it? Yeah, you can appeal, but it's two yeah. games banned so far. Yeah, it's just a man is just unable to learn from his mistakes. It's just absolutely just whatever he does, however badly he gets burned, he just does the same things again. Yeah, it's, just, it's truly. You, you, you almost do. I mean, I, I do find myself wanting to defend him. I'm a bit, con- I'm a bit of a contrarian. I do, I do sort of think, well, why, why is everyone saying this? And the oh, it's, it's, a, it's nothing. It's, it's just a stupid little thing. You see players swearing all the time. But right know? down the camera, though, I know it's, it's stupid, but it's, it's nothing essentially. Hmm. It detracted from the game, which is annoying because it was a great game. Yeah, a great hat trick. It was and, a great game. It wasn't a penalty as well. Worth pointing out. You don't think so? No. No. Oh, I mean, his arms were down. There's nothing he could do. Yeah, about I didn't that. think it was. The other thing I would like to say about it is that you know the the amount of sort of sanctimony about how he's reacted. How, how he behaved by a lot of the newspapers who I've sat in press boxes before yeah. and I've heard you know rum old language <laughs> and they're working and they're at a place of work yeah. and they'll do it and so they, they make up stories for a living exactly. sometimes which is far more reprehensible yeah, but but which we never being, do on the football round yeah, yeah. yeah but they're not being watched are they I mean it would be a bit like in 
Yeah, it's different. It's like someone swearing on live TV, isn't yeah, it? Well, it so. literally is that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Did you record the game? Yeah. <laughs> Just talking about um, the game again for a second. It was great to see uh, Valencia. It was. And yeah. it, he contributed massively, didn't he, to Rooney's second goal. And obviously, well, we said know, that. We, yeah. said, we said when he was, we said, look, Rooney's having a poor season. It's something to do with Valencia being out. And now Valencia's back. Rooney's all of a sudden scoring again. He's a, he's a great player, but he's really underrated. Yeah. Well, I mean, two of them are set pieces, but yeah, I take it. Yeah, I mean, though. No, but he st- did but he feed him in for the second well, one? Do you remember he, he did? Yeah. He did, remember yeah. he had yeah. that he had that really impressive run of scoring loads of headers, and yeah. a lot of those were a result of um, Valencia's delivery. Yeah, very much. Uh, three brilliant points, as we said before. Oh, Chicharito got a goal as well. Yeah, nice. I like him a lot. Set up from gigs. How good has he been this season? I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting towards the end of the season now, and if he if he carries on the way he's been going, yeah. one of the best debut seasons for ages. Yeah, for, a, for a for a for a player of that age as well, coming to a, from a completely different continent yeah. as well. You know, it's Definitely. amazing. But he's he's been used well by Ferguson. I think he he's not just chucked him in there. He's, I suppose. Um, uh, got him used to the league, but Ferguson yeah. said he, w- he didn't expect that he'd play as much as he has done. Yeah. No, you know, and, and but he's given him a headache, isn't he? It's yeah, absolutely, yeah. and a nice headache, Jim, as mm. they say. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see Michael Owen move. I've never had a nice I f- headache. I genuinely keep forgetting Michael Owen's even there. Yeah. He's on Twitter now, piping up. He was talking about getting back in the England squad on Twitter the other day. Yeah, he was joking though, isn't he? He's going to be doing that when he's fifty, though, Jim. Yeah, to be fair. So is Gascoigne. Just him and Henry Weird Winter tweeting each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like him getting back in the England squad. An endless squad. exchange yeah. until the internet blows up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Arsenal. Mm. Oh God, it's just another clean sheet. Yeah, okay, can we move on? No, absolutely I'm not. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of them. It's a clean sheet. You've got to it take is, the positive. It's a clean sheet. Yes. Um, I mean, Almunia nearly. Well, he did make a couple of errors, didn't he? He did. Yeah. It's, it's I love it how when he makes those errors, the camera always Jum. goes to Jens. Yeah. <laughs> Jens is undermining him. I know you, you said think? he's making those errors earlier in the season as well. Yeah. But he, I've seen Almunia play f- several times this season, and he's you know he's been how he, how he is. But he's much worse now. Yeah. He's, he, he's definitely worse now with Lehman there. Lehman's probably like lying under his bed at night, yeah. whispering, "I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> but this is your subconscious. My subconscious." Put a pair of sleep. I've heard that story. The ends is um, mental. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's confirmed. But um, he's is he trying to sue someone in Germany? <laughs> he he sued him for twenty-five thousand euros. Is it for the saying that it belonged, it belonged in the Muppet Show? Yeah, <laughs> this is flagrantly untrue. That's it's just a very sort of German case of taking something oh, literally, isn't he'll it? He'll get away with that. That's a fair comment. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent stuff. Well, you um, know that um, I didn't think the Enzonzi sending off was was was. I think it was a bit harsh. It, it looked really bad at first, didn't it? But on on second look, it isn't as bad Blackburn as it looked. Put in some challenges that game. Yeah, they, they do, don't they? Nasri's head looked nasty. Like, yeah, a, yeah. like someone had stuffed a golf ball up under his scalp. <laughs> Just awful. It's a real Tom and Jerry one, wasn't it? Mm. You know, you know that um, Arsenal's form since they were uh, lost the League Cup final. They've only won one game. And that was against yeah. Leighton Orient, isn't no, it? No, it's, it's woeful. And um, actually, Sami Nasri is, is one whose form has dipped dramatically. I mean, he would have been in line for Player of the Season earlier in, in the year. You would have been saying, but oh, yeah, I absolutely. can't see that now. You've got to question the mentality of the players. Oh, absolutely. Team. However, yeah. often Wenger says, "I think this this strong is, uh, this team is strong enough mentally." It's just like, well, look at all the evidence that's quite dramatically implying otherwise. And it's season after season. It's just it's an implicit problem at the club and you can't keep saying it I know. You can't just keep, the Walcott said it in the paper before the game oh we're definitely going to win the league or whatever we, we, we fancy ourselves for the league well I don't mind if you fancy yourself for the league a part of being a professional athlete I imagine is backing yourself absolutely yeah. as, as then Sha- go and do it then well, as Shakespeare said <gasps> back thyself it's one of those, those famous quotes isn't it it's, um, I, I agree but it's as I've said earlier on in, in this very show if you're a team that you, you know, you're 4 new up and you can't guarantee you're going to win you haven't got the spine for it and they haven't they haven't shored it up 
You know, yeah. Scalacci and Koscielny don't look comfortable together. Uh, there's a lot of sort Scalacci's of done nothing since World Cup 90. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he's come, I don't know how they've got him yeah, in. It's, it's an odd choice. And yeah. I, I mean, our Shabin. Our position been, as well. Yeah, our Shabin's been sort of misfiring for a long time. Rizitsky yeah. just looks like just a shadow of the player he might have been. It's, there's just a lot of dead wood in that squad. There's players like Danielson, Diaby. You think if they're not, if they haven't stepped up now, they're not going to. You need to get rid of them. But at the same time, I mean. I, Arsenal very br- they don't have a lot of money do they it, it seems it to be seem the like case so I think Wenger's, Wenger's papering over a lot of cracks but is, is, is Nasri not done for Arshavin though Nasri's no, no, sort of taken over his mantle hasn't he I mean Arshavin seems like the sort of bloke who needs to be sort of centre stage all the time and 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 and, and, and Arshavin's been farmed out wide quite a lot as well yeah but Arshavin was always playing out wide here okay fine it's, and it's uh, he's not been the. Uh, I don't know if he's delivered at all really from, from what you kind of hoped he would have been when he joined mm. but there we go. There's a lot of problems at Arsenal, <laughs> yeah. it's fair to say. So hopefully they'll get top four. Well, I, th- I genuinely think Chelsea will pick them, to, pick them to second. Do you? I think Arsenal will finish third now. Watch this space. Yeah. Uh, Fulham beat uh, Blackpool 3-0. Get on to the real stuff about Fulham. Beat 3-0. Yeah. Emphatic, uh, it wasn't was, it? It was a bit of a thriller. Mm. <laughs> there we go. This is why we do the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was good to see Zamora back. Yeah, of course. What a finish for the first Great, one. Great, wasn't it? And the second one was nice as well. Like, header with the back of his head. Yeah. yeah. I think it slightly came off the The first defender, goal was explosive, though. The first goal reminded me of, um, of Brighton's Bobby Zamora back yeah. in the day, when he would just overpower yeah. players yeah. at that level. And he did it at the Premier League level. With that, sort of, with that sort of run as well, and he made himself a lot of space, you've got ages to sort of make the wrong decision yeah. or fluff oh, that, and he just yeah. didn't. It was absolutely clinical. Yeah. And so it's, was it his second game back? Yeah, I think it was something it, like it was that. His first, start. his first full game back. Very generous of James Beattie to play him in now. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> to be fair to James Beattie, I, 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 I'm not someone who's particularly uh, fond of being fair to James Beattie, but on this case, I will. He he gave the ball to Zamora, and he did run like an absolute bastard yeah. to get back, <laughs> and he was knackered at the end of the yeah. round, gutted. I thought he was going to fall down and start crying. Poor old Beattie. Yeah. Hey, no, brilliant to see Zamora back um, and get him on the plane. <laughs> there is no plane at the moment. There will no. be. <laughs> yeah, there will be. Get him on there now so he doesn't get injured yeah. again. Just reserve him a seat. It'll be cheaper now as well. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's, you know, if you book ahead, as you yeah. say, the, the tickets are often cheaper. Um, what else has been going on at Fulham? Oh, yes. Mm. A Michael Jackson statue mm. has been erected. Yeah, mm. a lot of Fulham fans are furious about this. Did you see? They? Did you see the unveiling of it? Yeah, it was incredible. Is it the most embarrassing thing you've ever seen? It's up there, isn't it? It's like I'm not related to Muhammad Al Fayed, but it, it felt <laughs> it felt like a, my uncle was embarrassing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At a strange wedding. Did you see it, Luke? Oh yeah, it's one of those things. that's embarrassing to look at. Yeah. It was hard to. It's really, really hard to sort of pressure yourself into keeping on looking at it mm. that's what it was when he was in he was kind of dancing he kind of wasn't it was like in this strange limbo between making a decision over whether to actually dance on it it was yeah. a granddad wedding dance it yeah. was a granddad I'm almost on the dance floor style dance but I'm still mm. walking a bit as well yeah. it looks like but it's made was... out of perspex as well the statue yeah, so it looks like a waxwork I mean, there was a kid there as well wasn't there yeah. Al Fire, it, it looked to me like Al Fire was trying to get the kid to dance like Michael Jackson like he had he'd hired this like little mini Michael Jackson impersonator yeah. 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 and the kid was just sort of looking at him and just walked off. Yeah, I mean the strange thing about it is people obviously the like, strange thing about w- one it. of the <laughs> one of the strange many myriad strange things about it is that um, when he ori- originally sort of commissioned the the statue, he wanted to have it in Harrods, didn't he? Yes. But he then sold Harrods. He did. So he find it, just found himself in a position where he's just got a spare statue of one of his dead mates, <laughs> which he then just decides to take down to Craven Cottage. Uh, I wouldn't want a statue of my dead mate. <laughs> Why even commission it? No, exactly. I know he's one of the most famous men that's ever lived, but. It's 
it's different if you knew him. You know, it yeah. changes the context yeah. massively. Yeah. If, if, if one of you guys goes on to become one of the famous men ever, I will not be erecting a statue. <laughs> That's the last thing I want. If anything, I want to get away from it. I want the talented famous mate you had. You know, I'm not interested. Don't, I don't want to talk about him. Um, oh, dearie me. I mean, it's it's... It's, words fail me. Yes, it's amazing. Are you going to go check it out? When I'm going to go and check it out. Um, but it's 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 a it's a crap statue. It is a crap it's statue. Not, as I say, it looks like a waxwork. Yeah, and it's the worst statue since I went outside Southampton. That four foot tall one of yeah. Ted Thingy or Bertie Wooster or everything. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, <right. Yeah. laughs> Do you remember that one? Yeah. Oh, what was his name? I think it was Ted something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's there's too much detail and too much. Um, it's not a statue. He's holding a microphone. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, when he was when he was dancing and Alfide was thinking about miming. Why has Why has Alfide got a microphone? He was he was thinking about miming, wasn't he? Comparing, wasn't he? I think. Yeah, but it, oh my goodness. There's a weird, th- another weird thing. One of the many weird things about it is like even in a year's time, it's just been normal. I mean, it's just be yeah. one of those things you forget about. You'll, you'll go to Craven Cottage, whatever. You think, is that a statue of... Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, new generations of kids every year be going, Dad, what? who is that? What position do he play? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Wikipedia. Yeah. Are they going to have, like, a statue of, like, Damon Dove at Motown Records? <laughs> I hope so. I sincerely hope so. Well, I, I said before that, you know, it's, he came down uh, in 99, I think, to watch Fuller versus Wigan or something. Diego's been there. Let's get a statue of Hitler. Yeah, indeed. As soon as I fired... Just ceases to become owner of Fulham which is going to happen because he's old yeah. that statue is just going to be taken down yeah. and that'll be a great PR move for the new person yeah. that statue of Michael Jackson you hated I'm tearing it down yeah. and I'm yeah. putting a picture a statue of Johnny Haynes on someone who's actually mean well Haynes is already a statue of course he's got a stand hasn't he has he got a statue no he's got a statue oh, yeah. how many statues do they want <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing it's just down from the Johnny Haynes statue the, the Johnny Haynes statue now okay I'll, find I'll put that on a Johnny Haynes stand sorry I didn't realise no, yeah, yeah, the thing about the Johnny Haynes statue is that it was now? Our fighters put a lot of money into the club. We must mm, say that. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean to say he can then just do what he wants like that. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, apparently it does. Oh, okay. Uh, like, bro, bitch, you'll buy you a player. <laughs> you, know, you won't put a statue of him in. Bill Gates up, you know. <laughs> but um, the Johnny Haynes statue was funded by the supporters, I think. Yeah. Mm. And it was only put up a few years ago. Now he's a Fulham legend. Yeah. But I mean, as well, Alpha Ed's been really defensive about it, isn't he? He said any fans that don't like it can go to hell. And yep. should just, he doesn't or want Chelsea. fans like yeah, or exactly. <laughs> if you're the I'll take my if you're the chairman of Fulham, you don't want to be encouraged fans, encouraging fans to go to Chelsea. Do you know what I mean? Go to hell anywhere where else. Hell. Anywhere else, where yeah. Michael Jackson is. <laughs> Almost certainly. <laughs> Allegedly. Don't need to say that. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're covered on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's uh, move on quickly. Um, Chelsea won all the way to Stoke. Mm. L- Lackluster. Yeah. I mean, what David, a goal, Louise, David Louise got a bit found out. He did, didn't he? Mm. Um, what about Stoke are a difficult proposition at home, though, for anybody, absolutely anybody. What a great goal from, from Stoke, though. Yeah, John Walters. Fabulous to take Slaloming run, you might yeah, call it. But again, another uh, two points drop there. Mm. Manchester United yeah, rubbing their, their Fergie-like hands together. Just, uh, just laughing all the way to the title, I would imagine <laughs> they are. Just by We've being... not even played well. We're, we're competent at best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've won this title by just not making any mistakes. Yeah. No, I mean, to, again, though, to be fair to United, people do keep saying that, but yesterday they were 2-0 down and they won 4-2. And it, you know, mm. they're, they're grinding out wins and they're sort of winning from... Bit, from you know losing positions, so they've been better than people make out, but still quite unspectacular. Yeah. Also, Roy the boy got his revenge on Liverpool. Yeah, mm. that makes up for all of it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> West Brom two, Liverpool one. It's a, it's a classic Hollywood tale of revenge. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What a penalty to win yeah, it! Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Thumper. 
I love Rainer's uh, protest. You know when a player, a decision goes against them and they go mad and you think, yeah. well, maybe actually the player might be right here because he's, he's going that crazy. Definite yeah. pen. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, God, yeah. Just almost the, almost the definition of a penalty. Yeah, just, yeah. You can't not get the ball and take the opposing player's legs away. No. And that is literally the rule. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what happened. Maybe that's what he was questioning. I love it when I don't like, like this rule. <laughs> change it now. Yeah. Now's the perfect time <laughs> to I'm just giving you an example of how rubbish this rule is. <laughs> um, you know, when you see, like, it's Chris Bruntage at the penalty, wasn't it? It was. And you see, like, obviously you're used to seeing the ball getting kicked hard in football because you watch it all the time, but then someone hits it like that and you go, bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those ones where it happens in real life and you hear it coming towards you. Oh, yeah. Fizzing through. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, fizzle. Uh, right then, in League One, Brighton are running away with the title. Oh, undefeated at home, hey. playing lovely football as well. They've won eight out of the last nine, and because the, they drew away to Rochdale on the weekend, mm. kicking ass. New stadium mm. uh, being built. Currently. Gus Poyet at the helm. Yeah, did really well, isn't he? Very, very well liked. Uh, I think he nice seems like an likable chap as well. As well. Oh, Poyet's a, a, a likable chap. But we could, we could have a situation where n- not many people would care about this, but I do, so <laughs> I'm going to say it anyway. Um, where we have Southampton, Bournemouth, Brighton and Portsmouth all in the same division next season. Oh, mm. A few people should care about that. Yeah, well, I think a few people do, and that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Only a few. <laughs> a few people cared about the big score in League Two, though. Crew 8, Cheltenham 1. God, there's a bloody... 1920s result. Do your big scores. Big scores are back. Bully. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want, isn't it? That was give worth, the people what they want. I always, I, I always think of whenever you say that. I always think of um, sort of young kids there with their dad with flat caps waving yeah, them, smoking and a, pipes, and a white horse on the pitch. Well, the, the final. <laughs> yeah, like the famous final, yeah. the white horse final, and a rattle, maybe a rattle. Yeah, but um, we we didn't. We, we, apparently, we missed a few. Nobody players. leaving early. No, <laughs> <laughs> even though they blatantly will have done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but we. What, um, what did we do? But you couldn't get out. There's so many pla- people watching. Yeah, I don't. I don't for a moment believe that in like the 70s there wasn't some gruff Yorkshireman watching his team <laughs> lose four 0 We thought I'm I'm going to leave five minutes early and beat traffic. The commentary <laughs> wasn't like that in the 70s. The commentary you just no, I'm like just twenty. No, I'm jump, <laughs> I'm jumping from different eras of when people apparently didn't leave oh, like before Doctor the final Luke. whistle. He's time traveller, isn't he? Yeah, I'll time travel if I want. I'm yeah. like, oh, fired. The reason what? that people couldn't okay. leave early back in the sort of 30s is because there were so many people. Every single game had 150,000 yeah. people <laughs> in it, and they're all wedged And that was in. just the away support. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. couldn't get out. That's why. <laughs> but we know Crew, because Crew 181, and we, we mentioned some Crew players that had come through under Dario Gradi on the show mm. last week, I think. Yeah. And we missed out some players, and we missed out the legendary... Uh, Robbie Savage. Oh, did oh, he? Yeah. he came through there apparently as well, yeah. Ah, with his wonders of the universe. Mm. Mm. Uh, the Johnson's, uh, Johnson's Paint Trophy final was won by Carlisle against Brentford. Lovely goal. Beautiful little death. Talk us through it. I didn't see the game, unfortunately. Well, it was, uh, the ball came in. I think he, what was it? Was it a chest or a touch? And just, uh, just a little deft t- uh, volley into the corner. Paintbrush, was it? Paintbrush. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, paintbrush stroke. Relevant. Death yeah. volley is yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So well done to, to Carlisle. Now then, in the SPL, there was the big Edinburgh derby. Mm. Hibs 2, Hearts 2. Hearts, I think they've stretched their unbeaten run against Hibs uh, to seven games. I remember they were on, on, their, way, on their way to an inevitable SPL title. Okay, yeah. okay. Let, let, how, how is your title surge? Right, I'll tell you what, James, you're never going to believe this. Rangers... Two Dundee United three. Oh God! David, a good Willie with so, the goal. We were talking about good Willie the other week. So he if got the Hearts winner. win like another seventy games no, no, this season, no. <laughs> then they're in with a chance. It's taken an extraordinary twist mm. because now it's a four horse race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dundee United, they're in it. It's really? incredible. Yeah, absolutely. you know that. Um, <clears throat> I saw that game and um, the goal. The, the Dundee United's second goal. <laughs> did you see it? The ball in from the left. Mm. That. I forget who scored the header, but, but that was one of the best passes I've ever seen. 
bar none. He, he's, he's absolutely yeah, smashed that it, whipped it round. It was a ball from about 40 yards out on the touchline, 45. Yeah. And I've never seen so much bend on a cross. And it landed right on his head. Anyone in this room could have scored it just right. by standing there. It would have gone perfectly <laughs> off the angle, off your head, into the goal. It was amazing. Yeah. So, Greg, and, and Goodwillie's winner... Was was the most extreme example of Rangers pushing for a win I've, I've ever seen as well. Because um, <laughs> was it the last minute they had like two or three players done the United, um, and they had I would say they started from about fifteen yards inside their own half with no Rangers player between them and the goal. <laughs> they had like, ho- over half a pitch to run two of them, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, Goodwin just dummy to pass yeah. two against the keeper and then just slot and just hammered it in. But it was it was a game of, of extraordinary goals. Mm. Extraordinary uh, we goals. Were, I mean, Goodwillie's been linked with a move to Rangers, hasn't he? Which means he'll almost <laughs> certainly get it now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, hope him. Yeah. I hope he doesn't. We're not having this anymore. Sign <laughs> him. <laughs> Put him in the reserves. Yeah, yeah, um, But yeah, it's extraordinary. The end of the time is to say two all hearts were down to ten men. Mm. So uh, a good point there. Uh, right, let's move on to La Liga, shall we, mm. chaps? It's nice there. Um, it's warmer, it for is, one thing. Oh, nine years ago. An extraordinary run uh, began. 151 game unbeaten home record in the league uh, from from Mourinho and uh, in the league in the league and it's, and it's lost. It's gone. Oh, Sporting Econ. <laughs> they beat Real Madrid at home one nil. Did didn't they? It's, sure, it's such a, a bit of that game. As I'm well. a bit Madrid annoyed. Looked very just flat. I'm a bit annoyed because I was hoping, as I'm sure a lot of people were, and expecting that when Barcelona went there, that would have been for the league. And Smashing to, the record to, 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 to beat Mourinho's record You know that would have been One of the big things And now yeah. the, the league As Mourinho said Is pretty much impossible The record's gone Mourinho It's, it's, it's really interesting how Darth little grounds <laughs> 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 the, um, it's, it's really interesting How the force of Mourinho's Reputation and personality um, Carries him Because although they've done okay It's the first game didn't, Haven't they won Every single game at home This they season have, think, point. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's not done badly By any stretch God no, That's amazing <laughs> Yeah It's but incredible he's, but, um, I believe Bernd Schuster got sacked for saying that it's impossible to win at the new Camp. He yeah. got sacked just for saying that. Yeah. So Mourinho said that it was impossible to win the league. Mm. Any other sort of, in, in quotes, mortal manager would, would be for the chop for that, I'm sure. Yeah. But as you well, said, you know, if they do sack Mourinho, where do they go? Exactly. There yeah. is talk. You know, there is talk of it happening, though, isn't there? It's, I mean, it, as, as always happens with Madrid, I think we could probably start a legitimate rumour saying so they were going to sack anybody, you know, just because they're such a kind of tumultuous club. But. I mean, is, is Jose going to be happy with the sort of the interference that's, that's happening all the time? There? It's annoying him, and he's not got a good rep, uh, a good rapport with the Spanish press as well no, that no. he did with the English and the Italian. No, well, well, the Italian press didn't like him either. Did well, they? no, actually, I, I thought that as well. But I, when I was in Madrid, I was chatting to a guy, um, an Italian fella, and he said actually it was it wasn't quite like that. They 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 had it was the rest uh, of Italian football didn't like him. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. But Mourinho, if you look at that game, Mourinho is not getting on with, with, with the press, as you say. Um, Valdano. He's not getting on with Valdano. Yeah. And he hates Preciado as well, the manager of Gijon who beat him. Yeah. And I don't think they get on very well at all anyway. And his press conference, I think, was either today uh, or yesterday. He was in a bad mood. He was in a terrible mood. <laughs> he, he, wasn't even, he didn't even look like it was a show as well. No. He, he was putting a front on it. He actually looked like he was genuinely fed up with it all. He doesn't look like he's having a good time. No. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Preciado, um, earlier in the season when Madrid won in, in Ikong, mm. um he accused them of fielding a weakened team against Barcelona. And then uh, Preciado slagged off Mourinho. And, and so there was no love lost. But... To Mourinho's credit, apparently he did go into the uh, away dressing room after the game and, and said well done and congratulated them. Yeah. Maybe even shook all the players uh, 
by him, didn't well, he? Well, I think the uh, the one ace Jose might have up his sleeve is his ability to get the best out of teams in the Champions League. And obviously, it's been seven years since Madrid have got to the to the quarterfinals. Yeah. So, I mean, well, he's, he's done that much at least. Yeah. You know? I mean, who, who do they face in the semi if they get through? Well, uh, it could be five El Clasicos in one season. Get it, keep going, I'm almost yeah. there. Okay. <laughs> well, you've, got, you've got the Copa del Rey. Imagine yeah. if that happened and Barcelona won all of them. <laughs> Not even unfeasible. Again, imagine if Fernando Torres never scores again. <laughs> That's my current imagine. Imagine if Pete never returned. Yeah. Uh, in Serie A, uh, Milan won 3-0 against Inter. I know, yeah. It's almost like you know Inter have done their best to just surge back up the league to catch Milan and go, oh, he's a bit tortoise in the hair. And Milan have just gone, no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Napoli have gone, no! <laughs> yeah. Know your place. Yeah. Stay there. Oh, dear. Uh, a pato with a couple of goals. Mm. And scored the first minute. You did, yeah. They play, I tell you what, Van Bommel had a good game. Uh, he looked pretty solid. Milan need his comeback. Yeah. They do. Well, they've got another one. But Berlusconi's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> a ridiculous cameo at the end from Casano. Yeah. Comes on, he scores a penalty, he t- takes his shirt off and starts celebrating and going mad. You know, because as, as one would if you yeah. score a goal in the Milan derby to yeah. seal the game. And were mad to start with. Yeah. <laughs> and then in injury time, they're 3-0 up in injury <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah. Cordoba, uh, Cordoba, sorry, who's just come on, just plays that he kicks him for no reason. <laughs> There's nothing logical. He just wants. He's got his eye on a couple of like a day off somewhere down the line. You know, he doesn't want to play the next game, so he's just done that. During on the stream, I watched this game on. um, I couldn't. I don't know. I obviously can't translate the commentary, but they kept when Casano came on. I don't like his hair, by the way. His hair looks rubbish now. He needs to get no, rid of he's, it. He's his own man. He can have his Fair own enough. hair. Well, he looks like, like Christian Slater's rough brother. Yeah, Christian Slater, if he was like in the, in the sort of Sopranos, for the Casanos, perhaps. Yeah, um, that, that would be progress. <laughs> but anyway, every time he did something, when he scored and took a shot, all that sort of stuff, when he got sent off, they yeah. kept cutting to a blonde woman in the crowd. Mm. I don't know if she was yeah, famous no, I oh, saw that's that. right. I was yeah. Was there not two of them? Yeah, he's focusing on one in particular, I thought. I, just, I just wondered if you knew who she was, but obviously not. His next victim, yeah, no. <laughs> victim, Poten- potential target. Yeah, yeah. Well, the press are now, are now pairing. They're him just up on his side now. They're doing it for. They him. sometimes just cut to like a pastry. Yeah, <laughs> that's his next. Victim. He's, getting, he's getting the scandals in early by yeah. asking them to set them up themselves. They're trying yeah. to predict it, and then he just goes, "You only got yourself to blame." <laughs> <laughs> to the woman, yeah, yeah. very much so. Uh, there was a fantastic game involving the team who are. Still in the t- in the title race. Yeah, very much oh, so. Napoli, that. Napoli four, Lazio three. What a game that was! Yeah, and scorching Cavani. sunlight as well. Did Beautiful. Ca- did Cavani swear at the camera when he completed his hat trick? Uh, he was mobbed, wasn't he? <laughs> I imagine there might the have been goal, an expletive in there. The goal of the game was Maori's opener for for Lazio. Mm. I've never seen a finish like that. When he's almost like he didn't try to kick it hard. He didn't take any backlift, and he just sort of almost steered it around the keeper. So he's like a real pea roller. Yeah. I couldn't believe it had gone in. I thought, why is the keeper not? So- what? I, yeah. thought, I thought it was going miles away, yeah. and it curled in. It was a beautiful finish, like a, a remote controlled ball or something. But yeah. You know, we always talk about how in Italy clubs loan players out very readily. Yes, yeah. well, Cavani's on loan. <laughs> Cavani's on loan from well, Palermo. Kevin Prince Boateng. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, yeah. and Cavani's got thirty-two goals in all competitions. Has yeah. anyone else had a we, better debut season? You know, uh, indeed, he broke th- he broke Napoli's scoring le- record didn't he for goals in a, in a single season yeah. um, um, I think his first goal broke that record yeah. and for those of you that didn't see the game uh, Lazio went 2-0 up and then, then Napoli I think they got two goals in two minutes wasn't it mm. and Lazio scored again very very quickly mm. um, had a man sent off when they conceded a penalty which Cavani scored and then, then got mobbed and then Cavani scored again late on with this really great little 
lob over the goalkeeper. He got a hand to it, but it wasn't enough, and it just just bounced into the net, and it was just yeah. chaos. I think the keeper should have probably saved that. And, and yeah, that's one of Lazio's goal was, was an own goal, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yes, all had everything stuff was anyway. great. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know why people. You could you could argue that the, the, the quality of player isn't as good in Italy, but the league has seems been excellent, it's been brilliant. Yeah, we're, we're always great. we're always defending Serie A. Yeah, yeah. as uh, as as men of the nineties. Yeah, we're all in Portugal. The league is won. Yeah, by Porto Wrapped beating up. Benfica. What a way to do it! Two penalties in that game as well. Yeah. Who scored a penalty in that game for Benfica? Saviola. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's a good yeah. pen as well. Making his 50th start of his career. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he, I, I checked this out earlier because I knew you were going to say this. I think he has played something like 400 games. Right. Still, though. Oh, he's 29. He's, a, yeah. he's got some talent on him. And he's played for Barca and Real Madrid. You know. I just find that staggering. He's, it, Monaco as well, I think. Was yeah, he played for yeah. Monaco. But one of the things um, about the Portuguese league is if, if you say if you look at it on paper, you know, you know Porto have won the league in the first week of April that's yeah. outrageous but I mean they yeah. only have 16 teams in their league they only play 30 is games. it 5 games left is it? Five like games. I think they're unbeaten as well Porto. Yeah. they've only dropped 4 points all season they've won 23 and drawn 2 incredible there's, a, there's, a, there's an incredible fact something like that in the history of the Portuguese league only 5 teams have won it yeah, yeah. well that would mm. make sense I mean this is the same Porto side where um Someone chucked a chicken on the pitch, and loads of people like ran around, like in a Benny Hill style, failing to catch it early. Oh, I yeah. love that. You know, that's the champions. The chicken, chicken was alive. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that happening at Old Trafford. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> Kevin Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> True. But um, Vs Boas, his name is, isn't he? The coach. He's, yeah. He sort of worked under Mourinho mm. uh, and Porto, um, Chelsea, and Inter, and he obviously he's picked a lot up from him. They're saying that he's creating a similar sort of siege mentality at, at Porto, and uh, mm. apparently he wants to stay there as well. They're sort of. They're, like, Hotly tipped to win Europa League as well. It's, it's interesting. Uh, good times, good times. Mm. And I think it's time for emails. Mm. Some more good times. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, emails. Good. Yeah, you're up for that? Yeah, Jim, you go first. Oh, oh, I'll, I'll do an email. Hello there, Ramblers. Hello there. Hello. Oh, ho. Hello. I'm emailing because your profile a few months back on the National V Peñarol derby in Montevideo piqued my interest in Uruguay's club football. As it should. Ah, as it favorite, should. Our favourite derby. Indeed. I was in the neighbourhood, South America, so Big I thought I might as well catch a game. And even though I didn't manage to catch a derby, I can tell you that the rivalry is still there. Quality. When I arrived at my hostel and asked about buying tickets to the Peñarol Libertadores, game later in the week the guy who owns the hostel was distraught after bad mouthing their fans and suggesting I should only go if I'd had a rabies jab he promptly invited me to a National League game that very night fantastic yeah. within an hour he was driving me to the stadium to get tickets and to show me the museum imagine that happened in England the museum mm. yeah. well a lot of they have museums in stadiums and in a lot true, of places like that don't they even though their stadium is a bit of a shithole he told me about how uh, it hosted the first ever World Cup game and how the common fan is working together to get funds to improve the stadium he compared it to those bastards at Peñarol who don't even have a home and are tenants at the councils, I must add, truly superb, Centenario Stadium, uh, I think that's pronounced, which was the venue <laughs> of the first World Cup final. He showed me the ridiculous trophy cabinet, explained about the club legends such as a lad who played way back without having any hands, and another captain... <laughs> a lot of keeper. <laughs> yeah, who when he was on the decline and about to lose his place to the youth, uh, youth side, snuck into the stadium one night and shot himself, leaving a note about how his family is set for life and the team doesn't need him anymore, so it was time to go. Flipping Nora. Yeah. I know, I, well, I wonder if that's true. Um, the lad taking me to the game was from a line of National fans. His granddad has been advised by the doctor not to go to games because he's likely to die of a heart attack if he goes 
shows. And the lad himself, while watching some final against Peñarol, literally Richard, burst a lung and had to stay in hospital for three days and ended up missing the replay. Probably the worst thing about it for him, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he was working overtime to win me over to the team. Anyway, the game came and we, it seems his powers of persuasion work, won 5-2. The opponents were a small team and very crap, but it was a good game of a classic South American highlight of the captain of Nacional being told by the referee to ask the fans to stop climbing the fence around the perimeter of the pitch before he could take a penalty. I like how he asks them. He doesn't tell them. I know, yeah. <laughs> just, can you sort this out? Sort of thing. <laughs> All the Nacional fans swearing vitriolically and spitting at the away fans who were literally made up of a couple of scared girls and an old man who seemed to be short of a few bob upstairs. You can't avoid football here and the passion is obvious. Even the Wi-Fi password at the hostel is Uruguay1950. That's oh, <laughs> a nice touch. Brilliant, isn't it? So, yeah, um, that's from Matt Ovens. Thank you very much, Matt. Thanks for that, Matt. Matt. That was incredible. A delightful insight into the uh, into the minds, hearts and minds. We get regular updates from that derby and it's always something new and deranged. Yeah, yeah it's great. great. Oh, shall I do one? If, if Pete's not here, I'll if fill you, in. If you I'm? wouldn't mind. I'll fill in. Um, Ramble Force Hall. Oh. This is from Jack Waterston. He says, I thought you were going to say Jack Warner. No, no. Stop this. Stop what you are saying about me. <laughs> yeah. um, he says, um, Good day, gentlemen. I thought I would tell you about my rather uncomfortable meeting with Aberdeen FC legend Willie Miller. Willie Miller. Centre back of some repute. It must have been 2008, and I, along with about 20 others, won the opportunity to ask the Aberdeen board and management any question we wanted at a selected fans forum. After the Q Q&A. We were invited for food, drinks and a bit of chat. Knowing oh. that Willie Miller knew my mum through some charity work, I thought I'd use this to break the ice. Mm-hmm. Hello Willie, you know my mum. Really? Who is she? Wilma Waterston. Oh Wilma, you're her son. Poor woman. <laughs> <laughs> Straight off the bat. I was never never met him before. Rude, you might say. I was embarrassed. I panicked. I was not expecting this aggressive form of Glasgow banter. No. I tried quickly to change the topic of conversation. Uh, I'm from Old Meldrum. You were there recently for a funeral, weren't you? He says, I, Gordon Campbell. Very sad. He's not giving anything away, (laughs) is he? No. (laughs) An uncomfortable silence ensued. I crawled back to my table, red-faced and humiliated. My friend asked me how it went. Well, he remembered my mum, I said. I conveniently missed out the part where I talked about his dead friend by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out yeah. talking about people dying at social events kills the atmosphere. Who would have known? Jack yeah. Waterston. That's a, that's a piece of advice for us all, I think. And, a, yeah. and an inappropriate thing to do would, of course, have a statue oh, yeah. <laughs> of your dead friend and, exactly. and leave it at work. Yeah. Well, thanks for that, Jack. Thanks, Jack. Mm. Good people, it's profile time. Ooh. Can I still listen? <laughs> oh, you're one of them. Oh, good. This, yes. makes, this makes me feel bad because uh, this is Pete's favourite and he's not here. Yeah, it's a shame. Hopefully he'll hear it. Oh, it's the Newcastle team of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> With specific emphasis on Les Ferdinand. <laughs> Again. Yeah, why not? <laughs> and then we're going to do Philip Albert <laughs> and then Tamarie gets by and then and Pete's then, girlfriend. And then Deck. <laughs> Profile, Jimmy Nail. Profile every Sting. Member, <laughs> who's also Jamaican for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, d- it's not really, is it? We're not doing half of them. No, we're not doing any <laughs> of them. We're not doing any of them. We're doing a man who you need to know. And he goes by the name of Paulino Alcantara. Now, this man is quite incredible. Mm. Legendary. Mm. And I'm going to tell you why. He was born on the 7th of October, 1896. Yeah, that'll test me. He'll test <laughs> 71 years before the Summer of Love. Yeah. It, I mean, you couldn't even imagine a Summer of Love happening at that point. No. <laughs> yeah. And neither could he. But I think he had something to do with it. Yeah. This man is one of the most talented players ever to come from Asia. 
He was born in the Philippines uh, and had mixed uh, parentage, Filipino and Spanish, and moved to Spain uh, in 1910 when he was very young, of course. He would go on to become one of Barcelona's greatest ever players. Mm. Which is unbelievable, really, because you never hear about him. I yeah, never heard of him. He's by no means a household name in one no. of the biggest instit- institutions in the sport. Yeah. Incredible, really. Uh, when he was a very, very, very young lad, he was playing for FC Galeno until uh, Barcelona's founder, uh, Johan Gamper, discovered him. Yeah. Which is quite a tout, really, isn't it? Um, and uh, he became the first ever Asian player to play for a European football club. I can't think of another Filipino player that's, that I, no, I no, I've ever even heard of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. That's incredible. It's that early on as well. Yeah, he made his first team debut for Barcelona in 1912 at the age of 15 <laughs> and scored a hat-trick. Wow. <laughs> that meant, he, and he still has the record, he's the youngest ever player for Barcelona and the youngest ever scorer for Barcelona. Yeah, well, I mean, I doubt that will ever change now because yeah. of, like, law and yeah. things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do, you do get, I mean, I'm pretty sure that um, you do get players who, who debut very young. I mean, Andy mm. Orford played for Pompey as debut. I think he was 15. Right. I mean, maybe that's going back a bit. So maybe, yeah, maybe it won't yeah. happen now. Yeah. Uh, I'm not comparing him to Andy Orford. Sorry, I shouldn't, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't even breathe that man's name in his name. You always get put. Yeah, no, sorry about that. Um, and so he had uh, initially he had a four year spell with Barcelona. They won two Catalan championships and a Spanish cup. Now, of course, this was when before you had uh, La Liga. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he returned to the Philippines in 1916. And played. Uh, not exactly a short hop back then as well. No, yeah. it's really <laughs> not. I mean, to get there. God, it would be ridiculous, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. You'd have to get a steamboat, Take I would weeks. imagine. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> a hot pl- air balloon. Mm. <laughs> he played um, for two years for Filipino club uh, Bohemians. Whilst he was there, of course, they won two G- championships. Games were longer then as well, <laughs> yeah. as, well as, as well as people yeah. starting younger. And in his absence, Barcelona didn't win anything. No. Uh, so he went back to Barcelona. Oh, sorry, I should say while he was there as well, he played for the Filipino national team in uh, the Far East Championship Games in 1917. Did they win it? Uh, they finished second. Okay. They did beat Japan on the way, 15-2. <laughs> Big scores are relevant now. <laughs> People that was before the, the 20s. That sounded a bit more like a public announcement rather yeah. than that. Well, he, he got confused because yeah. he was thinking... Bit- I know, that was the when year. is right. it? Oh, <laughs> my time travelling Al Fayed reference from earlier is broken. Yeah, <laughs> I never made sense then. Uh, he wasn't just good at football; he also represented the Philippines uh, at table tennis. That used to be a lot more common, didn't it? Players playing sort of different sports. Yeah, apparently, yeah. when you sort of uh, at a certain age, when you sort of first realising your sporting potential, the actual sport isn't doesn't actually matter that much. Apparently, well, that's I'm why pre- I'm pretty I sure mean, I read that somewhere. It doesn't happen anymore, and that's why I've not represented my country at a number of different sports. Yeah, yeah. it's a shame. Um, you've been not. overlooked. Uh, in 1918, he returned to Barcelona. Who was in charge of Barcelona at the time? It was Jack Bobby Gre- Robson. It was. <laughs> it was Jack Greenwell. Oh, oh nice. Um, He's in there as well. Yeah. And he, for some reason, Greenwell thought I'll put him centre back. Oh, come on. Obviously, could've, could've well, on the, in, his, in, his, in his second spell. Yeah. After having scored all those goals, that's. An unusual choice, isn't yeah. it? Just um, unless they were just blessed with attacking talent, but yeah, um, which wouldn't be uh, unsurprising. Um, uh, I mean, he was at the time, and there was some great players at the club. I think Zamora, obviously not Bobby, uh, yeah. and, and a few other big names uh, from their past. But uh, it, soon enough, Greenwell was like, "Yeah, well, we should really be playing him up front." Yeah, he's scoring loads of goals still. Yeah. At the back. <laughs> um, and, and in his second spell um, between 1919 and 1927, they won 12 trophies. Yeah. They cleaned up. Mm. Um, 
It's time for a goal-scoring record, I feel. Ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, we like this bit. He, Little he, stats geeks that we are. <laughs> now, he is Barcelona's all-time record goal-scorer. Come on. With hey. 357 goals in 357 games. Oh. Specific. That satisfies the OCD in the... Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That just looks nice. Rick. Would have liked him to have got three more in three different games, but, you know, what can you do? <laughs> he played centre-back for some of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, he did actually uh, play for the Spanish national team a, a handful of games. Uh, he played five times for them, scored six goals. Good. It's a, a decent record. Um, he got the nickname El Romperedes. Yeah. The net breaker. This was because <laughs> in, a, in a game he, uh, against France, he scored from about 30 yards out, literally ripped the net, Richard. Wow. <laughs> Did it? Yeah. It's because the balls were so heavy. Yeah. Yeah. 30 yards, he's still got to kick the damn thing. Nets were made of spiderwebs. The, the, ball, well. the balls there were. My, my, my granddad, I was back home last weekend, and my granddad was treating me to a story about he used to play um, what they call centre half, right? Which is sort mm. of like midfield yeah. back then. And he said he, he maintains that he played a game once and the ball got wet yeah. and it came up and he had to header it yeah. and he got the wet ball with the laces right on his forehead. Yeah. And he said he had a, uh, a scab there for a month. Oh my! <laughs> That's goodness. just one header. My so imagine how hard you got to kick the ball to get. To, mind you, if it's heavier, it'll break in there easier, I suppose. Mm. Well, mm. my great uncle um, he used to play for his local co-op team and used to use uh, magazines as shin pads. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> nothing to do with uh, net breaking. Um, uh, just a little story Leg breaking my, <laughs> my nan once got blown up In an ambulance in the war And she was alright So Incredible Our relatives are hard I think <laughs> is what we're, what we're saying here isn't yeah, it? Indeed. Which makes it all the more surprised How we turn out Indeed <laughs> um, Yeah incredible it Ripped the net And apparently for years Many children in Spain Would, would just try and do this It was yeah. real sort of legendary stuff It's a great net You'd be happy with that As an Definitely for a striker but that was yeah. his. That was the the, the moment which, um, if people do know who he is, and, or do even remember him, dare I say, that's the moment that they. Uh, hmm. that, that's. Uh, I mean, it's unlikely they're going to remember him now, isn't it? Yeah, I'd, I'd have thought so. Um, and uh, while he was uh, playing football, he also studied medicine. And when he finished, yeah, <laughs> and when he retired from from uh, professional football, he uh, stitched the net back up. He, <laughs> <laughs> he became a doctor. Okay. Yeah. Giving something back. Yeah. Well, it's you, you had to do that back then, didn't you? Yeah. Because yeah. if you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have, have made a lot of money. That's as a right. Absolutely. Indeed. Um, he did coach the Spanish national team um, briefly in 1951 for three games, and they were unbeaten in all three. <laughs> Why didn't he stay for longer then? Well, <laughs> they had won the yeah, World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he did retire in 1927, uh, obviously. Uh, but he was on the board of directors for Barcelona from 31 to 34. And he died in uh, 1964, three years before the summer of love, at the age of, of 67. But but just to just to recap here, I mean, yeah. boasts some incredible records. The first Asian player ever to play for a European club ripped the net with a shot from 30 yards yeah. out. Yeah. Um, Barcelona's youngest ever player, youngest ever goal scorer, and the club's all-time leading scorer. And there's even a statue of him outside the Philippine Football Federation offices, which <laughs> is an appropriate place for a statue. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and, and he's coming in into the dean window. Hall of Fame Clap then that I am it. <laughs> I'm overall He deserves you. it Imagine him In, in, in the Dean Windows Hall of Fame Select 11 Imagine him And Fernando Perotti Up front together yeah. I can't oh. S- S- If statistics are true Which they usually are That's statistics <laughs> They would score At least a goal each Every game mm. Yeah So you'd basically be, If you were playing against them You'd basically be giving them At least a two goal head start Every yeah, yeah, game yeah. 
Bish Chan's on the bench. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Great stuff. Yeah, welcome in, Alcantara. Well, welcome in. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the Football Ramble. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website, thefootballramble.com, is where James or Jim does some of his work. Mm. In the Ramble blog this week, I look at how society can recover from the swearing at the weekend. <laughs> James Appel looks <laughs> at the can't. pressure her dick advocate is facing as Russia boss while Rupert Fry gushes as young Neymar becomes a man that sounds worse than it did when I wrote it um, <laughs> elsewhere Steve Reynolds philosophizes about what governs a referee's decision making process as he, as he takes charge of a game it's very very interesting that um, go and have a look at that uh, and when well, all of them really uh, Chris, Chris Nee explains Nickelball the style in which Steve, uh, Steve Nichols New England Revolution play their football and Mikhail Zakodny explains how an ex-playboy model may be the best thing that ever happened to Poland's Walter Poznan so there you go. That's a the Ramble blog. Check a, it out. A very diverse selection of writing. Indeed. As there always Indeed. is over I'd say there. probably the most diverse football writing on the internet, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd agree with you, Luke. Yeah. Oh, you guys. That's a wrap. Luke, yeah. Pete um, Live? Yeah, well, you can still play Pete Live. Um, the Champions League this week. It's Champions League, yeah. so Tuesday... Oh, well, you, well, you'd missed out by the time this comes out, but... Uh, <laughs> we can still play Wednesday night, and you can obviously play uh, this weekend. Uh, Five-minute fantasy football. Uh, you've heard it by now. You know what it's all about. Get yourself over there. If you were meaning to sign up and you haven't yet, thefootballramble.pitlive.com. There's no catch. It's a lot of fun, and you can win some real money. Indeed you can. And on uh, Friday, there's uh, Pete FC on the website. But no Pete, so maybe it'll just be called FC. Mm. Hopefully. Friday Club. Yeah, I'm uh, sure it'll still turn up. But you can get Ramble Extra. You Ramble Extra on there. It's the only place you can get Ramble Extra. So yeah. don't go on iTunes, don't go over to the other websites you've had about it beyond before. It's the Football Ramble and that's it. So make sure you go there on Friday, part of Pete FC. And uh, it should be a lot it's of fun. Us talking some nonsense forever, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah which should, should be familiar a, to you. By a now. break from <laughs> the serious nature of this show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we've done it without Pete. Mm. Incredibly, I, I, I feel dirty. <laughs> Do we need him? <laughs> yes, we need him. <laughs> Let's have a meeting. Now. I've got to edit this now. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Come back, Pete. And it's goodbye, goodbye from me. Uh, we're all off to erect a statue of Pete at the Stadium of Light. Cheers. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.